got an hour left, and then we'll be gone until January 9th. Okay, PEDS, P-E-Z. The reason why I got um, uh, PEDS uh, dispensers for my grandkids in Alaska, I got a Rudolph, a Santa, and an elf. Ooh. And they've not... <laughs> To my knowledge, they have never seen a PEDS. What? Oh, yeah. And so, uh, and then plus I got added cartridges, candies, <laughs> mm. to go with it. But the PEDS uh, was created in 1927 in Vienna, Austria, Austria, by Edward Hans III, and was the first marketed as a compressed peppermint candy. The name PEDS was derived from the German word for peppermint. P, uh, I don't know how to spell it. P F E F F E M I N Z. So they took the beginning, the middle, and the end of that word and called it PEDS. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a lot of bunch of yeah. letters and stuff. So. You betcha. Okay, so PEDS candy and dispensers were introduced in America in 1952. Market research with children led to the introduction of the fruit flavors and then addition of uh, a collectible character heads featuring up. Uh, top licenses characters, you know, like, you know, uh, Donald Duck, you know, things like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And over 1 billion PEDS candies are consumed annually. 1 billion PEDS candies. I haven't seen one of those in forever. It seems well, like. I should have got you one. Oh, <laughs> I, you know, PEDS, they were, I still remember that, you know, you had to do it real carefully because if you didn't, you know, if you're in a hurry, you, you broke the head yep. <laughs> and then, you, then you're done. <laughs> it's no longer just eat the candies, walk away, you mm-hmm. know, but yeah, it was interesting that it started out with peppermint and then, um, yeah, it was, uh, Austria, Vienna, Vienna, Austria by Edward Hans third. Oh, nice. So there you know it. Now go uh, run out and get PEDS for the stockings. You know, even adults, I think. You know, like, my, you know, I grew up with them. So it would be just kind of a blast from the past to, to, you know, to put the candies in there. And then, you know, you do, you, you tip the head back of the candy, you know, come straight out. Yep. You know, so. Okay, so we got company coming over, folks. All right. And I don't care what kind of dog you have. Now, if you have the, let's start out with the younger ones, okay? They'll, they still have puppy mush brain in them. So what you're going to do is that the best thing you could do right off the bat, especially if you have multiple dogs, please put them in another room or in a kennel when the when the guests first arrive. That's the first scenario. I'm going to give you a couple scenarios here. Okay. Then once everybody's coats are off and everybody's seated and conversations are, are beginning, then now if you have a wild one, you know, a wild uh, pupper, then what you're going to do is you're going to have him on a leash or her. Okay, so that you've got control of the situation. Okay, now what you're going to do is, now um, nobody's going to touch a dog, talk to a dog, acknowledge a dog. What you're going to do in the interim here, you're going to start practicing the invisible dog. You just a plain, plain collar, okay, just a regular collar, and then a, a regular, just a nylon leash. Put the three quarters of the leash on the chair you're going to sit on and sit on the leash. Now, take your hand and hold your wrist and rest it in your lap. Now, ignore the dog. Don't look at him. Don't touch him. Don't do anything. If the dog tries to come up your leg or come up in front of your face, turn your head sideways, right or left. I don't care. Okay, and your hand is on the wrist of the other hand. Extend your arms outward and give a growl. Ah! All right? And what we're after here is that we want the dog to learn to calm himself down by himself without any help from you. That when you sit on the leash, the dog is automatically going to realize that, oh, it's that exercise. I just have to lay down and be still for a while. So you're going to practice this for a minute, five minutes, a half hour. Sit on the leash and ignore the dog. Don't look at him. Don't touch him. Don't do anything. Now, those of you that have big dogs, if you have to, take your hands and put them in your armpit. (laughs) And that will remind you that don't touch the dog. If the dog comes up, turn your head sideways because that's a calming signal to a dog. Extend your arms out from your armpits and bump the dog and give a growl. Ah, 
Okay, and then put them under your armpits. Because the whole thing is don't look at them, don't touch them, don't do anything. Just ignore the dog. So you want to practice this before you start having company and people over so that you've got control of the situation. Once everybody comes in, okay, that's what you're going to do. Sit, and then let's say you're sitting around the kitchen table. Pull your chair out a little bit so the dog can't get to anybody. And now you're still a part of the conversation. Sit on the leash, ignore the dog. Okay, now once the dog finally lays down and is just calm, don't take the leash off. You're just going to get off the leash, drop it on the ground, and let you know the dog go and say hi. Now, this is where you got to train your humans. Okay, tell the people, your humans, not to rev the dog up. Like, oh, look at Fluffy. Oh, what else is Fluffy doing? And where the Fluffy's going to start, wah! All right. Okay, then you know the, the spray bottle that I'm always talking about, folks? You get like at Wally World in the travel section. You fill it with water, set it on stream. Okay, that's what you're going to have handy. So in case you got any of your guests or any of your friends that won't listen, don't rev the dog up. You're going to give the, your, your human an ah and blast them in the face and say, don't do that to the dog. Stay calm. So you're going to correct the humans so everybody will play what you need, which is having the dog be calm instead of revving the dog up. And then he's jumping on everybody. And, and, and you know, at first, I don't like a dog that's out of control like that when I go over to visit somebody. You know, everybody like, well, I like dogs. But I don't. I want them to have manners. I don't want to be pushing them off of me, or they're sitting next to me, resting their head in the table while I'm trying to eat. Wrong. There's manners here. So anyway, and I'm not going to tra- train their dogs for them. If this is what they allow, fine. I'm just going to move my plate and put my back to the dog. So it's not mine. But anyway, so the thing is, is that so you're going to practice sitting on the leash, ignore the dog, okay? And then after a while, when your dog gets better at this, you know, uh, laying down quicker and quicker, then what you could do is you can uh, read a book, have a cocktail, uh, watch TV, do your emails or your uh, whatever you call texting and stuff like that. So the dog has is learning patience, okay? So that's what's going to happen when your company comes in. Now we're at the door, <laughs> answering the door. So now what you're going to practice and this is what you got to practice. Just don't do it the day of your company. Okay, what you're going to do is you're going to put a leash by the door, and that's your answering the door leash. Not, I can't find my walking leash leash. This is only answering the door leash. So you're going to tell your company just a minute, grab the leash, hook it on the dog, and you're going to be facing east and west if your company's coming north and south. You want the company to walk past you, not into you. And you want the dog to sit politely at your left side. And if any, and, and tell everybody, ignore the dog. You can say hi to me, but you ignore the dog. If the dog goes to jump out at the company, you bump backwards towards his tail and go, ah, wrong. Sit. Thank you. If the dog is totally upside down and sideways, then you stand on the leash. And where you stand on the leash, if you've got a big dog, both feet, little dog, one feet, uh, is that when the dog is standing on all four, okay, is that his head is dipped a little bit. But if he sits, the collar goes a little bit looser. And if he lays, the collar goes totally loose. So that's what you're going to practice so that the dog learns to be polite at the door. And there's going to be no greeting of the dog at the door by anybody. Nobody. Nobody. All right. And that's good. And then after everybody, you, you know, quotes are done. You go into the living room or the kitchen. You're going to sit on the leash and ignore the dog. So then eventually, because the dog now is getting used to the sounds and, and, and smells of the people that just came over, whether it's one, two or 12 people, this is what is needed to be done. And then let the dog drag the leash around. So you got something to quick pick up and whatever. And if the dog, the people or the humans won't listen to you to stay calm and just be, you know, steady. Well, then you keep the leash with you. So the dog stays with you. 
or you put them in their kennel or in their room. All right. And so now if you're a multiple dog house people, then you might have some of the older ones that are very polite. So you don't, they don't need, you know, uh, this, but if you got the why factor, somebody's here. Okay. Then you need to keep control of the situation. All right. So we got answering the door politely and you're going to start practicing that maybe right after my show that you're just going to have somebody go outside, knock on the door. Okay. And then the dog's going to bark. Okay. That's good. But once you see who it is, now their job is done. Ah, quiet. Ah, blast them in the face with the water. Ah, quiet. So you say quiet? Thank you. Remember, don't say good girl or good boy. That gets them all nutsy in the headsy. All right? You want to stay calm. Be what you want the dog to be. Okay, so now we ask the dog to sit. Now company's coming in. The dog tries to jump out. You bump backwards towards your, towards your butt. Okay? Ah, wrong. And then ask, sit. Thank you. Person comes in, they hang their coat up or whatever. And then you go sit in the kitchen or the living room, sit on the leash, ignore the dog. Okay, now let's say you're going over to somebody's house, okay, that is has dogs and your dogs know each other. Now, this is what you got to remember. And this is not just for the holidays. This is always. Because what you want to do is that the dog is on a leash when you enter the your friend's house and their dog is on a leash also. Because they you don't want the dogs to just rush into the house and then, hi! I'm here and the dog the existing dog doesn't know who's there and may get upset and, and the fight may ensue because the dog wasn't sure who it was let them both be able to see oh it's you this is your house <laughs> and then once they kind of sniff and then you know sit down just relax and once the dogs are just kind of hanging out then just unhook the dogs and so that you don't have that wah factor when you come into somebody's house you know with a, another dog or vice versa so you've got to control the situation okay because I can't tell you how many fights they like. Um, they, 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 I brought my dog over to person's house. I opened the door. The dog ran in. The existing dog comes flying at my dog, and like there's a fight. Well, that do- the existing dog, you know what I mean, the, ter- uh, the territory of the dog that you know we're going to. He didn't have a chance to see who it was. All he knows is that there's a dog in the territory. Friend or fool, friend or fool. <laughs> and so you got to give him chance to to warm up and to look to see who is there. So the biggest thing is, is start using leashes, not a retractable leash. Remember that stays in your own yard, never goes off the property. All right, just a regular leash. And then, like I say, if you you know if you want a, a training collar, that Starmark collar, you can get it online. Okay, S T A R M A R K. Uh, small for small dogs, large for large dogs. And then uh, you can add links and take links out accordingly to, and you want it to fit loosely. You don't want it to fit snug. But so that you, the whole thing is to start, and remember harnesses restrain, they don't train. So if you put a dog in a harness and you're out the door, you're just resisting them. You're just holding them back. He's not learning anything. There needs to be a reaction to their action. Okay, and if your dog has never had a collar on, you do, the, make sure you get him used to a collar first before you start putting the Star Mark collar on. And usually I always leave the dog's buckle collar on when I first put the Star Mark collar on, just for the fact that it crosses and then they slowly get used to the new collar. Okay, Some dogs will yelp, and it's not because you hurt them, it's because, holy crap, what was that? Is <laughs> that, you know, of, of being startled is what it is. Dogs will yip or bark, you know, yeah, what was that? So no, you didn't hurt them. Don't worry, I wouldn't put anything on it dog or do anything to a dog that would um you know hurt them so uh but the main thing is so now you're gonna start practicing today would be good answering the door have somebody in your house go out and knock and then you're handling the dog and then then you can switch Uh, you go knock and then the other handle practice sitting on the leash ignoring the dog put your hand hand on your wrist and in in your lap and remember the dog comes up side profile because that's a calming signal as you extend your arms out 
All right. And then if you're going to other people's houses or if you've got people coming to your house bringing a dog, make sure your dog is on a leash and their dog is on a leash when they come into your house as well. Okay. Okay. I suppose we better. Uh, if you got a question, we only got uh, 40, about a half hour left. So if you got a question, remember, we're not going to be back live until. Um, uh, till January 9th, okay? And then one thing I want to mention before we go to break here is uh, that uh, Nutrisource, who has been with us, uh, which I, I, those folks, that family is unbelievable. They've been with us for, what is it, 17 years now. And so they want to wish you a merry, very, 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 very Christmas and a great new year as far as 2022 will be good to you. And same with PetCremationMM.com. Uh, John down there is just an awesome, awesome guy. And so the the best thing that you can uh, do is support, you know, your locals, which is John at PetCremation.com and Nutrisource, a family-owned company in Perm, Minnesota, and that's NutrisourcePetFoods.com. Okay, we're going to run the break. Christmas plant is V-I-S-C-U-M, used, used to label mistletoe, holly, ivy, or sage. What Christmas plant is vi- Viscum, used to label mistletoe, holly, or ivy, or sage? We'll be back. Down. So, what Christmas plant is viscum used to label mistletoe, holly, ivy, or sage? I'm going to go with ivy. Yes, mistletoe. Oh. Viscum, V-I-S-C-U-M, used to label. And that's mistletoe. Sorry about that. All right. What can we do? Let's run to the phone line here. All right. So, we got Rita on the line, and she has a cat with nasal allergies. Oh, nasal allergies. Okay. What can we do for you? Yeah, hi, Kitty. Um, I have three cats. They came from the same litter. They're seven years old. And the one male, when I first got him and took him to the vet, he we he's been we he he was a wheezing cat. Okay. Anyway, as the years went on, about a year ago, he started reverse sneezing, mm-hmm. and it's it's only gotten worse. Mm-hmm. And I did take him to the vet, and they flushed out his nasal passage, and mm-hmm. um, that didn't seem to help whatsoever and okay. his, to me, I'm so I'm so I feel so bad for him because when he starts to reverse sneeze I mean one time I thought he was convulsing right right so right. I and the vet wanted to put him on concern concernia something like that okay. I can't get anything down I can't get a pill I get bit or whatever <laughs> so i I okay. don't know what to do. Is, could you? Okay. Help me out so uh, now, what's his respiratory like? Does he still wheeze? Yeah, he's always been a cat that wheezes. Okay. Does he cough much? Not no. sneeze, but cough. No, he doesn't cough. Okay. Just, uh, he just started sneezing, actually sneezing here about three months ago. Okay. And he has, you know, the running nose and all that. Okay. Okay. Um, but he's not. Yeah, he's not getting any relief. Okay. Uh, what food are you feeding? Um, let's see. My daughter's helped me out with that royal canine. Okay, is he on a dry food? Is he on a dry food? Yeah. Yep. And he, I softened his food for him, left it down there mm-hmm. for, my goodness, you know, almost, well, for a whole day. Yep. He wouldn't touch it. Yep. Jeff, he's 
so picky. He's I know so cats picky. take cats take change really, really hard. You got a baby, baby, baby steps things change, okay? And so what yeah. uh, what I would do if this was my cat, first of all, what I'd do is pull him off of all dry food. I would put him on good okay. grain free canned food. Okay, and some of the ones okay. I like is the Nutrisource, obviously. They also have a Pure Vita line, which means the Pure Vita line, because what, too, sometimes people don't realize is that he may have a chicken allergy, too. Almost all cat food is mostly chicken because chicken's cheap, okay? There's a lot of dogs mm-hmm. that get chicken allergies, and I have a cat like that. And so anyway, um, so I have to always read the label to make sure there's no chicken in it. But first I would do is I pull them, I rotate them into a good grain-free canned food like Nutrisource got many to, to choose from, okay? And like you may okay. take like his dry food and then put like a half a teaspoon of the wet food, you know, with it, okay? I mean, mix it like, to, you know, and he may lick it yeah. and he may just lick a little bit and walk away. Oh, well, okay, you just got to baby step this and you got it's got to be at room temperature. It can't be cold. So like you're going to cover the can in the refrigerator, okay? And then take it out like, you know, like 15 minutes before you're going to mix it in with this food so that it becomes, yeah. you know, more room temperature. And then also what you can do is you can make take a, like, let's say a teaspoon of the, of the grain-free canned and then put a little bit of warm water in it and kind of make like a light gravy. You know, don't get it watery, watery, kind of thick like a gravy. Put a couple of his yeah. dry kernels in with it and let him lick it. Okay, just baby step okay. it. Okay, so then what we're trying to do is get less and less dry and more and more canned. And then hopefully, you because I it took me a month and a half with one cat, you know, to rotate them all over. But I got them over. And then it was just a question then rotating grain-free canned foods that, you know, I had a baby step that. But the thing is, that's the first thing I would do. Second of all, I would call, I would get a hold of Dr. Jessica Levy, the holistic vet, because there's probably some remedies that she can give you to help you with this. Okay, and that's okay. Uh, you got a piece of paper and a pencil. Um, no. Oh, okay. I can. Okay, you no, can play. You can listen to the the podcast afterwards. You can go to you know mytalk one zero seven one dot com. Go to uh, my Katie Canine and and uh, yeah, that person on the side, Brian will Brian will post okay. it so you can listen. But what you want is is Doctor Jessica's information. She is on the website or you know on my show page if you scroll down. Yeah. But otherwise, it's holistic dash vet dash care dot com. And that's Dr. Okay. Jessica Levy. And so, like I said, there might be some remedies. Some And the remedies are pellets that you can sneak into anything, you know, uh, for cats. Okay. And sometimes all you can do is just put it right on their side of their mouth, you know, and they, they swallow it. So, but anyway, so that's the whole thing. And cats love, cats don't chew their food. People don't realize this. They lick yeah. their food. And that's why, like I say, but you know, make it by like a thick gravy with the grain-free canned, you know, and then put okay. some of the dry in there and let her and let them lick it. But don't put so much. Like I say, you're going to rotate it, take, rotate it into it. And like I said, the Nutrisource has got seven that don't have chicken in it. That's one thing I would look for right away: is don't use chicken. All right, to see if that okay. there's allergies to that that can cause what's going on inside. All right. Now, I'm not a vet. Okay. This is just what I've learned from having a lot of cats yeah. <laughs> and knowing okay. some cat people that know a lot. <laughs> There's yeah, also a book. It's called Your Cat, Your Cat by okay. Hodgkins, H-O-D-G-K-I-N-S. And that's a Bible for all cat owners for behavior and for uh, problems, you know, whatever you call it. Okay. 
We got to run to break. Yeah. Hold on. If you got another question, hold on. We'll get back to you when you get back. What is in what century was the first written use of Xmas? X and then M A S. We'll be back. Stuff like Supreme Court decisions. Here we just make fun of Judge Judy's new robe. My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Alrighty then. Look at that. We're moving closer. I'm going to have a vacation today. I don't have to be retrained. Every year I say the same thing, and every year I probably have to be retrained. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yep. In what century was the first written use of Xmas? You know, Mary Xmas, okay? Mm-hmm. It was the 16th century. The X in Xmas comes from the Greek letter chi, C-H-I, which looks like an X. The, the letter X has long been used as an abbreviation for Christ, since the Greek word for Christ begins with what looks like an X. Christ was uh, often written with the letters chi, X, and then R-H-O-P, which uh, looks like X-P. The Cairo, C-H-I, and the R-H-O symbol representing Christ looks like this. So, oh, all right. So that's why. So that's where Xmas. I always wondered if it was some just somebody being lazy. Oh, <laughs> they don't want to write out Christmas that we put Xmas. But now I understood. Now we know where Xmas came from. Hey, there you go. I know it. Isn't that crazy? So anyway, okay, we got somebody on the line. Yeah, we still have Rita on the line. Oh, she, oh, she did. I thought she hung up. <laughs> no, she can't come <laughs> yeah, back. Yeah, she called back. Oh, good. Okay, hey Rita, yeah. you're back. Yeah, okay. hi. Okay, I'm so keep, I won't keep you. Um, I have the other two cats. And, you know, I know it gets expensive to put them all three on if I, you know, I have to do one. If I do one, I need. Sure, well, to be to honest with you, them. Rita, I would do all three cats. Uh, and the thing is, is it's going to be cheaper in the long run because each cat on the average usually takes a half a can per dinner. Okay. How big are okay. your cats? Are they overweight? Well, I don't, the one cat. He probably is a little bit, but they're really, they don't get treats. Okay, yeah, but no, no, no. See, cats have a total no-carb need. No carb. Okay, and so usually when people feed the dry foods um, to a totally indoor cat, number one, uh, they get fat. Okay, and then everybody laughs at them. Look at their bellies dragging and their walking yeah, bull yeah. Okay, okay. So the thing is, they have a total no carb need, and then also, and also your dry your dry foods are at least fifty fifty to sixty percent carbs. All right. Oh my God. Okay. So then what happens is that now remember cats are from the desert. They get their moisture okay. from what they eat. And they don't have the little right. dinger in their head to say, I just ate a buttload of saltine crackers. Now I better drink a buttload of water to compensate for all that dry matter. And so then what happens okay. is that over time, they start getting really fat. Fat turns into diabetes. And if you want to start giving shots Ooh. to your cats all the time, go for it. Oh, yeah. But so if the canned food may seem like it's more expensive, but in the long run, you're not, you're going to have slimmer cats healthier cats and then also you're not going to be having a cat that has diabetes that you have to give shots to and so the best investment you can do even though it may seem more expensive but see there's others like Nutrisource is not is very uh, what is it I'm trying to think what I pay a can I think it's dollar eighty nine. I pay for a, a pan, a can, and there are some foods out there that are dollar thirty nine, like Earthborn. Uh, there's Dave's. There are some cheaper grain free canned foods. But what I want you to remember is you want to stay away from chicken for a while, and all three of them stay away from chicken for a while to see if that might be a part of the thing. 
And that's yeah, where Nutrisource comes yeah. in. So read the labels, all right? But the whole thing is, is that uh, by rotating them into the can, canned food, then you're going to have set feeding times once in the morning, once at night, and you're going to have to feed the cats in different places, okay, so that you know exactly who ate what, when, and why. And so, well, you know why, because you put the food down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah. but you know, nobody's stealing, like, woofing and then running over to another, you know, another one's, you know, type thing. Yeah. But the average is, the, the average mm-hmm. is a half a can per cat per dinner so well let's just do this it's one can per day (laughs) per cat yeah so whereas a half in the morning and a half at night all right and so um uh like earth has got two really good ones that have small fish you know just sardines and mackerel i don't use uh, salmon that much because even salmon's a big fish and fed too often just like in the human world you know it has heavy metal content and so that's why you know salmon once a week okay or tuna once a week okay but not on a regular basis because it's got the heavy metal content in it, okay? And the Noosa Source, okay. like I said, it has that seven no chicken that really, you know, most cats just love, okay? Like their turkey and stuff like that. And so, but you first, what you just got to do is we got to get them off the dry and into the can, okay? Okay. So work about that. And then, um, and then like I say, just, just take your time. Make like a little with warm water because cats love warm. Remember, they lick their food. They don't chew their food. And so right. then, and then, like I said, buy, it may seem a lot at first, but you could buy, like, if you go to Chuck and Don's, if you buy 15 cans or more, you get, I think it's 15% off your total oh. bill. Okay? okay. And there might be yeah. other, some local shops too that do the same thing. If you buy, because I buy, I go and buy like 30, 40 cans at a time. Okay. Because, oh, yeah. and so, uh, so they'll, they'll give you a, a discount for buying so many. All right. And so that's okay. the whole thing is that um, you just stock up. And so you're not running every two seconds. And, and you know, at first you're not going to go through that many cans because you got to get them over into the can. Okay. And then once right. you get them, then you, because the problem also too, especially with young cats or male cats, especially if they're fed just a total dry food, what usually about six, seven, uh, eight, they start getting crystals in their urine, and then that's a huge Ooh. vet bill, okay? Yeah. And then between 11, 12 is another time that they can start getting crystals in their urine. And then that's another vet bill. So had you not been yeah. dry, feeding dry food, you would have been done in the grain-free canned foods, okay? okay? Because if the cat will eat the grain-free foods, Dry foods, water, you know, made mush. That's, you know, will help some people with their, their thing. But it's still, but the carbs are still in there. We just, you know what I mean? It's still made yeah. with all those carbs. And so that's why, like, say, the grain-free, the cans don't have that carb consistency in there. And also, too, let's say you're making hamburger. Give a pinch to each one of your cats. Because then you can start oh. giving them some uh, uh, some grain or some uh, raw hamburger. That'd be great. Uh, raw chicken. Cut a couple little pieces for that and give each cat a chicken. At first, they're going to look at you like, and what is this? <laughs> and what am I supposed? What am I supposed to do with this? And uh-huh. before you know it, all of a sudden they're going to know when you open that they can smell. Uh, you know they they can smell when you open the package before you start cooking it. Hey, she has hamburger over there. Let's go crowd her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so that's really healthy for it. And there are some grain. I mean, some some uh, uh, what do you want to call it? Uh, some um, freeze not free, they freeze dried for uh, cats and then some formulated raw for cats and you know that's out of the freezer at the pet stores okay and so you right. can try to rotate some of that in because that's going to take really a less you know for your cats uh, because it's okay. so potent you know it's a difference between Chinese food and eating steak and lobster. 
okay? Then it oh, doesn't yeah, take okay. much. And then also you're going to notice by this change, by getting them off the dry food, that you're going to notice that the cats aren't constantly hungry. They're not in your oh. face meowing at you. Come on, I'm hungry. You know, and it's just kind of like there again, I love Chinese food, okay? But it does, you know, two hours later, I'm hungry again. Whereas if oh, yeah. I ate, you know, uh, uh, my steak and my lobster, that's carrying me me all the way through, you know, from, you know, dinner to breakfast. And maybe I'm not even skip breakfast and go to lunch because I'm still full. <laughs> so yeah. that's what you've got to look at the big picture. And then that book, Your Cat by Hodgkins. Like I said, that book is phenomenal. It's a pretty big book, but I think it's only about 15 bucks online. And so anyway, but that's the whole thing is rethink and get the cats on variety. The, and people try it a couple of times when well, my cat won't eat that. You have to just give them little, you know, pinches here and there. And then the cat will eventually, you know, really, you know, say, hey, this isn't that bad. And then you can give them more and more. So, because I always tell the story of my Bubba, Hubba, Hubba, Bubba. He was a big black cat that I got at the vet that was going to be put down, and he was 38 pounds, okay? He had his yeah. front legs were so bowed, and he his literally his belly drug on the ground, and that's why they brought him in to be put down because um, he wasn't using the litter box. Well, by God, he could barely move. And the thing is, they got him fat, and so now they want to kill him because they killed him. <laughs> but anyway, and so, but it took me a month and a half to get him totally on grain-free canned foods. And what I did is I would put one piece of dry food and line it up like that. He'd have like 20 pieces, and so he had to walk to get his dinner to get some exercise. Yeah, and then at okay. the very end, I would have that, you know, like a grain-free can with a little bit of, you know, like a gravy, warm water with a couple of his nuggets in it, and then he would eat it. Mm -hmm. The first two times, he just walked past it. And then the, then the third time, he finally decided to lick it a little bit. Hey, that wasn't bad. So if you just keep presenting it, it will work. But you just have to don't give up because, like I say, now down the line, you have thinner cats. You're not going to have any cats that throw up at all. Okay. Their coats yeah. are going to be phenomenal. You won't even know where the cats are sleeping. All right. All by oh, getting wow. them off the carbs and getting him on, uh, getting them on better foods. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. The other ones are, I mean, they're really within a good weight. Yep. But he, as a kitten, he was just. A big cat, right? So yep. you know, but see what yeah, and so what we're looking for is to keep them from being diabetic. We're keeping what no shedding, no throwing up, and uh -huh. that the the cats are not constantly meowing for food because they're hungry because carbs, just like us when we eat carbs, right? In about an hour, you know, I'll have some chips, and 20 minutes later, I want more chips. I'm hungry because <laughs> it's all carbs, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, so the, you get those cats off of carbs, and you'll be amazed at how the, like I say, no, and then the doo-doos, there's hardly any doo-doos in the doo-doo box because now they can absorb more um, of the the food that they can they truly need. With the carbs, it just kind of goes in one end and out the other end that you always got massive doo-doos. So. Okay. Yeah, well, that all makes sense. I, I'm just feeling so bad for him because he's not getting better, and it's like his reverse sneezing. Oh yeah, no, you yeah. know, I had a cat like that too. But that's what I mean. First, we're going with the diet to get him healthier. Then you're gonna yeah. you're gonna email Dr. Jess, email her, okay, yeah. and just tell her you were you were a caller on my show this you know the, today, and so okay. um and that you know we would like to, I told you what to do for feed, and she she'll say the same thing. Try to do some raw, you know, such like that, and then mm -hmm. uh, but then like I say, she will have probably a remedy to help with the lungs and my guess is from standard process uh there's a couple like whole body support 
you know, is a okay. is a good one. But there might be one something just for the lungs. So that's who you want to talk to. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm real worried if he gets pneumonia. Yeah, don't, don't worry. Yeah. Like I said, nope. Like I said, give her an email tomorrow. When we hang up, yeah, good. But yeah. Google, or not Google, but email her, okay? Holistic-vet-care.com. Oh, so. Okay. 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 Yeah, I'm, I got a pen. You'll so. be, yep, you'll be good. You'll do good, okay? It'll all work out. Believe me. Boy, yeah. I've been down that road so many times with so many different cats. If I told you how many cats I had since in my life, you would just spit nails. Well, I'll tell yeah. you, it's probably close to 55. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes. Wow. I have gone through wow. a lot with several different cats. And so, no, I wasn't the crazy cat lady. I was, like I said, I lived on a farm. And people, in, you, know, over the, you know, I've been on my farm for 39 years, 40 years. And people just wow. drop off cats left and right. And, boy, there were some doozies I had to deal with. And by Jiminy Christmas, like I say, a lot of times it's just a diet and a couple extra uh, probiotics, digestive enzymes. And all of a sudden, we, our cat is doing good. So. Okay. Oh, I'd love to see that in him. Oh, you'll be surprised. It will work. It will work. Okay. Well, I will definitely go that route. Good. Starting on that. Excellent. That'll be excellent. Well, you have a very Merry Christmas and a great New Year, and I'll talk to you next year. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Katie. (laughs) You bet. Take care. Bye bye. Yep. Bye. All right. Where are we at? Oh, here we are. I know, I know I'm late. Okay. <laughs> what year was the first commercial Christmas card made in? 1764, 1843, 1856, 1902. We'll be back. All right. This is the last Chris, Christmas trivia question for the year. Ooh, Otherwise, yep. Yeah, I got to get this one question right. for the year. Okay, what year was the first commercial Christmas card made in? 1764, 1843, 1856, or 1902? 1856. Ah, so close. Oh, 1843. It? Ah. So close. So close. So close. We'll give it to you. And then also, folks, heads up. Have you uh, uh, a Dots pretzels? Love them. Ah, oh, I'm, I'm totally, totally. Oh. <laughs> And the mustard ones, I love the mustard mm. ones. Oh, but anyway, so folks, you know, if you don't have time to cook and such like that, go and buy buy a bunch of dots pretzels and then put them in kind of cute canisters and give them to people. Nobody will turn them down. Everybody that I know of loves these dots. He's like people used to do this uh, kind of tasty stuff at Christmas time, two pretzels. So you go to special parties and you're just like, oh, this this recipe is really good. Ah, that one not so much. Well, believe me, with these dots pretzels, oh, literally cracking a bag. So yeah, oh, it is. I like. The the original, and I like the mustard. I've tried the other two. Don't like, you know, hands up. The cheese curds. Did you try the cheese curds? I Okay, there's a thing about this. So they're. I think they're good when you originally open them for the first time. Okay. But, like, once you let them sit, they kind of have this... I don't know, kind of old taste, almost oh, okay. like a stale taste, okay. almost. But no, I didn't like I them right know. when I opened yeah. the dang thing. It was like, nope, I'll go to cheese curds <laughs> 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 or cheese popcorn. But yeah, so the dots, a little heads up on that. Now remember, for presents for people with with pets, okay, you could either get the pet something cute to wear, but no anything that's colored, no those candy cane raw hides or such like that. Make mu- muffins for them. Do gift certificates to maybe pet stores, you know, uh, like Atlas Pet Supply, a Pet Evolution. Uh, things like that, the smaller pet stores, uh, uh, Canine Crossing, uh, you know, and so the whole thing is, is that, uh, because they, you know, we need to help the little guys there, okay? Uh, give them, uh, uh, give certificates to food, you know, to, uh, to experiences with their dogs. So the whole thing is, is that just stay away from the cutesy. It's so easy to buy cutesy, cutesy crap. Okay, last caller of the year. 
Who's up? All right. So we have Shelly on the line, and she has a question on cats throwing up. All right. Hey, Shelly, you're the last call for the year. Yeah. So what can I I do for you? I have two six-year-old twins. Okay. And I have one that throws up all the time. And my question is, um, I use Hillshire um, food on them. And... um, my question is, is how, what do I do when one throws up constantly, mm-hmm. the other one doesn't? Yep, and that one will start. Don't worry, it'll start. If you're feeding dry food, it's going to start, okay? And you do yeah. a lot better if you go to the Nutrisource products and the Pure Vita products anyway. But no, you get them on grain-free canned food. End of story. Beautiful coats. They don't shed. They won't throw up. You have half the doo-doos in the box. And so what you okay, got to do is roll. where do I get that? Um, you can get uh, the Nutrisource products at any of like uh, Atlas Pet Supply, Canine Crossing, Pet Evolution, um, okay. uh, any of those uh, Chuck and Don's. You can go to PetNutrisourcePetFoods.com mm-hmm. and they have a locator, store locator, where you can get mm-hmm. all the, you know, their products. But if you take the time to rotate your cats into, like I said, the other one doesn't, but it's coming. All right. Especially at six. You said six, right? Yeah. Yep, so and it's, then my follow-up quick question was, I had a girlfriend who um, took hers to the vet, and then they did the whole um, prednisone and reset the floral in mm-hmm. the one that was having a problem. Do you suggest that? Nope. Right now, I'm telling you, a cheaper way to do it, you change the food, okay? Believe okay. me, because uh, remember, cats are from the desert. They get their moisture from what they eat. Cats weren't meant to eat mm-hmm. dry food. And that's why so many cat owners have so many cat problems, because if they would get mm-hmm. them off the dry or the dry food and get them into the grain-free, because a cat has a car, no-carb need. So if you want to spend all that money on the vet, I would go my way first, and I think okay. you'll be a lot happier camper. Your cats will be. And then also what's going to happen, you're going to spend a lot less money and you're going to have okay. really cool your cats will be awesome because it is and you said, i'm sorry go ahead go ahead and you said you get that at the vet no uh, the grain-free canned foods from nutrisource no you get them at the local you know your pet pet supply pet evolution canine crossing okay. all your local pet stores or you can go to nutrisourcepetfoods.com and then they have a food locator, a store locator, where is that you can get their canned, good can, grain-free canned foods uh, from, you know, closest uh, store to you, okay? And just take your time. Mm-hmm. Don't get disgusted, you know, as far, but I would rotate both of them because the other one is, is a matter of time. It'll start happening. And why the cats start throwing up is because they can't, compens- they can't drink enough water to compensate for the dry matter, and their pancreas mm-hmm. starts acting goofy, and that's when they start uh, throwing up. And so that okay. it's going to take, um, and once you are totally onto the grain-free canned foods, you used to say within two weeks, a total difference in that cat that's throwing up all the time. You'll start seeing it right away as you start introducing it, but not much. Mm-hmm. Not only until you get them off totally the dry and get them all onto the grain-free canned foods or some, you know, some raws or stuff like that, okay? Mm-hmm. Just, just give them little pinches of different things here and there, Okay. Oh, thank then, you so, so much. You'll bet. And then like that book I said earlier is great. You know, um, Your Cat 
by Hodgkins, H-O-D-G-K. Right. Yep. And that book will help you out immediately. Yeah, you'll be really surprised. Because you, what you got to remember, okay. our vets are great. Okay? They, they're mm-hmm. great with always, and they're great with uh, diseases and such. But nutrition, just like with our human doctors, they're not, mm-hmm. they'd rather diagnose and prescribe. Okay? And they don't realize mm-hmm. how much nutrition, good nutrition, plays into keeping you know, us all healthy, whether it's a human or whether it's a dog. And so that's mm-hmm. why if you understand them and do it correctly, then before you know it, you fix your own problem and you can help others too. Okay? Awesome. Thank okay. you so, you, so much. You bet. Have a very Merry Christmas. You too. And thank you. You betcha. We'll see you next year. Okay. Thank you. You Bye-bye. betcha. Bye-bye. Boy, I can't believe it's that time already. We're down to the wire. And so, Brian, I want to thank you so much. You came into the show here. You've been with me, what, three months now? Yeah, since uh, August, I think. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And so I can't thank you for uh, being a part of the show because you, you've been a, a, bless, a blessed added. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me. Oh, no, not having you. I'm just glad Amy, you know, she made a good decision. I was so happy to see that. Yay! But anyway, because I liked your presence, your voice. Because I told you it sounded like, you know, the guy in... Um, Oh, from the Price is Right. right. <laughs> yeah. And so George, I think his name is George, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like I said, I just, you, you've got a good, you know, radio presence. And so you'll, you'll do well. This is a, what you want to be in. Well, <laughs> you thank know? you so much. I really I appreciate never thought that. 20 years ago I would be here, still sitting here. So I'm just, I, I tip my hat to the Hubbard uh, Corporation. They are just awesome people. All the people here on my talk are just super, super, even though I don't ever get to see them because I'm on Sundays. <laughs> Nobody's around Sundays. But I, you know, Lori and Julia and Brad and Colleen and, and Alexis and, um, and Jason and Don and I try to remember everybody. And then uh, Kenny, you know, and the, the, the top and uh you know, but anyway so the whole thing is is one heck of a good team even though i'm never around to really see them uh, they're all great people and so now i won't be back until january 9th so i hope all you guys have a great uh uh new year's and a great uh, uh whatever call it. yeah ha- uh, happy holidays merry christmas whatever you want i like merry christmas myself but anyway brian you take care and thank you so much guys for all you and you've got to give it to me go to my talk 1071.com Send me an email through my website. Merry Christmas!